There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is the almost post-game instant reaction to Texas Tech and Oklahoma. Currently, it's 21-52 in the fourth quarter. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Hello, everybody. Yep, there's 3.30 left. Um, this isn't quite instant. This is pre-instant um, reaction. I'm not sure. But... Uh, what did what do you think, Spencer? Was this about how you expected it to go? Did did you have any higher hopes for Cumbie's first game as a head coach? Uh, you know, especially when he had to throw in Donovan Smith, uh, despite everybody on Twitter thinking that that should have been the start, the starting quarterback anyway. So the I'm not sure why I thought the defense would look. Differently, I, I, I projected there. I predicted, uh, not that that means much, that they would give up 55 points and they've given up 52. Um, it's just one of those things where, like, just today, you, you, one, one phase of the game, you don't stop anything. And today it's, today it's the pass. Um, I, I think, I, I don't know if it helps calm anybody down on the on the Donovan Smith talk, but like there were a lot of people pre Columbia injury, like, okay, we've seen enough of Columbia, it's time to put Smith in. I was like, well, it's not really going to give you much of a difference. And and 14 points is it's not enough. Um and that's what you've gotten from, from Smith today. On the defense well, I think a lot of the argument was, well, why not? If you're going to just not get that much anyway, then why not let someone else not get that much and you're just kind of I kind of see it but also don't see the reason and to uh, you know to shake Columbia's confidence this far in the season uh, coming up on a bye week where everyone's going to be just questioning the starting quarterback for two weeks it's just gonna be two weeks of new cycle quarterback controversy stuff and I just that's just never anything I enjoy I, I, I frankly hate it it just gets old Everyone, everyone yeah. wants the other guy. And luckily, I, I, I think we can say that the decision was taken out of Cumbie's hands. Like, I'm not exactly sure what what happened with with um, Columbia when he went down on the sideline, but he was pulled for an injury, so it wasn't yeah. a we're we're going to play Donovan Smith from here on out. It was, hey, you know, Columbia went down with an injury, we had to had to fill in, and you know, the game got out of hand. Um, and th- there were some people that re- replied to me saying that like you weren't going to see much of a difference, uh, but between Smith and Columbia, just because you know, obvious, like they're the quarterbacks have been tiered this way based on evaluation and everything. And I, I don't think they'd put the third string quarterback 
at third string if Mont, he you know if he wasn't the third best option for you. But somebody said, well, you know, he gives you such a different um, different look on, on the offense. His quarterback run game changes things. It's like, well, if you're playing your third string quarterback, you're not running the ball with your quarterback, especially no. in a game. He has become where your first second string, string quarterback guy now. with an injury, so. It's yeah. not really going to change that much. And it may not change much throughout the rest of the year either, because if Columbia is hurt and, you know, you're legit left with Smith and Baron Morton, you're probably going to be a little more conservative running Donovan Smith, which is fine. Yeah. And, and, you know, coming into this game, Smith had five pass attempts all against Kansas. So I was just really impressed with the, analysis that everyone had on those five passing plays that that was all they needed to see uh, to prove that anyway we we can it just it's just kind of a chicken egg thing it always annoys me because um it's kind of the same deal of well let's wells lost game three let's fire him now Or, or you know that sort of almost the same deal well columbia had an interception let's Got to replace him. There's no way. There's no other way around this aside to, aside from just keep playing football and hopefully it bounces your way. But, but yeah, the, the game just ended as we are talking. The final score is the same as it was earlier. OU was a little bit merciful on that last drive, ran the ball. Uh, so OU wins 52 21 in Norman. Um, you know, not to pat myself on the back because no one likes to be right when it's this, but. I picked the score to be 56-21. So I'm not too surprised how this went. Uh, you know, I, I was, as far as positives, there's really not much. The pass defense was just atrocious, just unbelievable. Um, you know, Caleb Williams, even when he was pressured, which Tech did get pressure on him, credit to the defensive line and flushed him out. He was still able to make plays and find wide open guys uh, through 23 passes. Oh, no, sorry, went 23 for 30 for 402 yards, six touchdowns, my friend. Uh, OU hasn't punted. The only time they punted was on the first drive. Uh, So the rest of their drives, except for what ended the game just now, it ended in seven touchdowns and one field goal. Pretty dominant win. And it, it seemed like, OU was going to be – it felt like this was ripe for a get-right game for them in my head. That's kind of where I thought this would be, uh, you know, coming off of the lackluster performance in Lawrence last week and Tech just having – I felt this way before the, the news was announced Monday. Tech just, you know, suffering that awful loss at home up by two touchdowns at halftime. And it, this just seemed like a ripe place for OU to kind of assert their dominance and put together a complete game for only the second time this year. I mean, the only other complete game they've had was against TCU, really. So this is, uh, you know, an OU fan's dream. They're excited to see this and probably looking forward to it because they pretty much have the same gauntlet that Tech has the rest of the year, just different weeks with, uh, I think, Iowa yeah. State, Baylor, and Oklahoma State looming. Yeah, so, I mean, 
to talk about just the defense for a second for Texas Tech and, and going into the game, I thought that the OU rushing attack was going to play a bigger role in this. And man, me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not, not that it really made it, like it didn't, it doesn't obviously doesn't change the outcome of the game. You and I both picked very similar outcomes and it was very close to how we, we both said. Um, but you held Oklahoma to 72 rushing yards and that's including garbage time trying to run the clock and just over or, you know, three and a half yards of carry. Not that that's something to hang your hat on. But you didn't let Kennedy Brooks break out on you. Eight rushes, 35 yards. Marcus Major, uh, five carries for 29. Eric Gray, two carries for five yards. Caleb Williams, I think was the... Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only fourteen ninety five. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. More dangerous option to, to be to keep an eye on five carries for three yards. Um, you know, you did, you stopped the run, but like you gave up 500 yards through the air on 80% completion and seven touchdowns. So it's not like they had to run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and I just want to be clear for those listening that also saw me tweet out my theory that Patterson was tanking the pass defense. It was a joke. <laughs> yeah. You are, you are being serious on that. That was just kind of a, a fun exercise of, I mean, because this is is going bad. Let's try to have some fun with it. I mean, I was was trying to, yeah, I was trying to be facetious and say like, there's only so many reasons why defense could be this bad. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, you know, you mentioned that we were able to get some pressure and it felt like there were times when Caleb Williams had, Patrick Mahomes like pocket presence or like he would step up just at the right time or make just the, the right move to extend the play. And they kept comparing him to, uh, to, to, to Mayfield, which, which I think is also a, a fine comparison. Um, there was just like, <laughs> there were some frustrating times when you, you got pressure and you got in the backfield and you were there. Um, and either you ran past him because you were just, you were, mm going hundred miles an hour, you know, two degrees off access or whatever, or Caleb Williams made one slide slide step and just like made you look silly. Um, you know, and, and that's what, what, what superior athletes do. Like we talked about it when, uh, B. John Robinson and Zach Evans made your, your rush defense look so bad. It's like part of it is scheme. Sure. But like when, when you've got five guys running next to them and they just can't do anything, it's because it's a superior athlete, right? That they're going to make you look so bad in space. Um, just because they're that good. The offense for Texas Tech, uh, 370, 84 yards on the day. 
um, 104 on the ground. You were, I mean, you found success early running the ball and then Oklahoma made, made some adjustments and slowed you down. Uh, you finished the day running for three, uh, 3.3 yards per carry. Uh, you know, Xavier White, Taj Brooks, Roger Thompson all had, had flashes where they looked pretty good. Donovan Smith carried the ball seven times himself, which like I said a little earlier, is a little scary when you're down to your third string quarterback and the last guy left is a, a true freshman, um, who has taken one snap all year and you're, you would like to preserve his red shirt. Um, you ran the ball 32 times. You threw it 24. Your receivers look, look pretty good. I mean, Eric Azucanma, eight catches, 123 yards for a touchdown. Uh, yeah, Miles Price. I mean, that that touchdown good. was incredible. Uh, JJ Sparkman, he, he had a touchdown, but he also had a couple of really, really great catches. Mason Tharp. Uh, laid the, the hammer on an OU guy. Unfortunately, it looks like he may have injured somebody. Um, so like the offense, like it, it's not good enough, right? Like you put up 21 points is it's not going to be good enough. Uh, most weeks, especially against Oklahoma. And, and that's not something that we expected differently, right? Like this isn't like an unexpected outcome. Even if it was Matt Wells coaching today, um, I don't, I don't think we saw any kind of any bump. I, I I loved though, Michael. I love to see the fire on the sideline from Cumbie, and I hope that that carries over. Uh, and that that spark and energy can help in other games. I just there wasn't going to be much that could have changed the outcome of this this game today. Agree. So I, I think the the spark that that I noticed specifically, there were several places, but Tech just scored a, a touchdown on a great pass. You know we. We talked about people kind of wanting Donovan Smith to come in and whether or not they had enough ammo. And well, I mean, if that's if that's what you're looking for, that beautiful touchdown pass he had to Sparkman is some great ammo because he rolled right and you know threw off his back foot, and it was a pass that only there was another receiver there, and I couldn't I can't remember who it was, but only it was Xavier only White. Tech receivers. Yeah, either of them could have caught it. Uh, so it, that was a great play by Sparkman and by Smith. But after that play, I think they showed Cumbie on the sidelines down 38-14, and he was getting in his player's face, you know, positive in a good way, yeah. just really encouraging his guys. So, yeah, that type of stuff you love to see. You, you've, you've got to take that type of thing in a loss like this. Um, you, you don't have to enjoy the loss, but it just the team I saw play the, the first – eight games of the season, this is just kind of how I thought this game was going to go, independent of who was at the helm. The only real issue I had with Cumbie, honestly, was aside from the field goal attempt before halftime, that was oof, that was rough. I mean, that didn't – it's not like that cost the game. or Anyway, that was just – yikes, that was just rough. That was some rookie – a rookie mistake that he'll probably never make again. But I, I do kind of wish he would have deferred on the coin toss. That's, that's pr- probably like my only other thing is – the fact that I think maybe in a indirect homage to Cliff Kingsbury, he he uh, won the coin toss and elected to receive, and then promptly went three and out. Yeah, I, I I without doing a lot of research into it, I I don't think I mind so much the aggressive nature when when you've got an offense that is that's well that can move the ball let's put it that way to, to go up and, and score first can can do a lot one for the, the confidence of the team 
Um, and it's a little early to, to do any kind of pressure, but it, it kind of sets the tone. Um, what really hurts though is the three and out <laughs> when you take the, the kickoff and you go three and out. Um, and I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hammer it here because I'm, I'm sure we'll do it in the, in the, the, the bye week episode. Um, or maybe not, but like special teams, man, that's, oh, we gotta, we gotta figure something out on special teams. Yeah. We're returning kicks to the 15. Uh, we finally saw a fair catch. We had a tight end on, on, on a kick return. We saw, um, that end of half field goal attempt. Uh, and I think a lot of that probably had to do with, with some communication issues between Cumby and Tom Berdahl. Like, I, I don't know how, how focused Cumby was on, on like turning around and Tom Berdahl saying, Hey, if we don't get it, we need to be ready to go. Um, but also like as, as a, as a person with that much experience that Tom Berdahl has, you probably don't sit around and wait for the head coach, but like, okay, I think I want to kick a field goal here and you look up and there's n- nine seconds left. Right. Um, it just, it just baffles me that like we're still trying to return kicks, uh, and not fair catching it. We had a fumble. Luckily we recovered it on, on, on a kickoff. Um, I just, I, I don't know what's going on with special teams. And he was so good supposedly everywhere else he was and just, he's never been good here. So yeah, that anyways, I, well. yeah, I, I was gonna say I, for, for, for today, I think we'll, we'll just leave it there. Uh, Texas Tech loses on the road in Norman, twenty-one fifty-two. Um, we'll, we'll we'll look into the game a little bit more in the, the episode this week. It'll be a little bit later. We're going to record uh, Thursday night. We're getting together with the Gambling Gauchos guys, so we look we look out for that uh, a little later this week. But for Michael, I'm Spencer. This was your post game instant reaction. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast and sharing our fandom for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You can connect with us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on stakingtheplanes.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.